Welcome to the Mind Your OT Business Podcast, where we empower and equip occupational therapy practitioners to be savvy and successful entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Laura Park Figueroa. Ready to take action? Let's jump in. Hello, OT friends, and welcome to episode four of Mind Your OT Business. Today, we're going to continue our discussion that we started in episode three about time management as business owners. So make sure you listen to episode three for the first three things that I recommend, because I will refer to a few of those things in this episode. So we're going to start right in on number four. Number four is to do the right task at the right time of day. So there's this really great book by Dan Pink. He's a very famous author of business books. And it's called When. The book is, the title is When. I'm sure there's a subtitle, but I don't know it offhand. I will put a link in the show notes to the book on Amazon. And one of the things that he talks about in this book is knowing, particularly as a business owner for us, I think knowing when you are going to be the most effective with your energy at doing certain tasks. So your circadian rhythm is going to be different than someone else's. So some of us are very early morning people. Some of us have a burst of energy mid-morning. Some of us really like to work really late at night. And in his book, he has uh, kind of a chart that can show you um, what type of person you might be. So it's interesting to see. So for us as business owners, it's really important to place the high cognitive demand tasks at the time when we are going to be most alert and most efficient in doing those tasks. So this is kind of like task timing the task within your time block. So we talked about time blocking in the last episode. That's setting up your schedule to where you work on a specific topic or item for a long period of time so that you stay focused. But within those periods of time, you can think about what tasks to put there based on your cognitive energy on your own circadian rhythm. So I shared this a little bit in the last episode, but a good example of this for me personally is that I tend to be much higher energy, and I think many of us do, before lunchtime. So my best time to do my highly cognitive demanding work is really between 8 and I'd say 11 in the morning. So it serves me best if I schedule that time to work on things that are challenging for me. And then at lunchtime, I might take a walk or just take a cognitive brain break, get outside and sit in my backyard for a little bit, do something that gets my brain off of the high cognitive demand. And that's where I can do more creative work, like come up with new ideas or I don't know, things that you need to do in your business that require creativity. So that's the first thing. Plan the right task at the right time. The second thing, which is number five on our list, is to use a timer to track your time so that you stay honest about how long things are taking you. So I think a lot of times a task expands to however much time we give it, right? So if you have three hours, the task is going to take three hours, but maybe you only have 30 minutes and that same task could be done in 30 minutes. So don't get me wrong. I know that some things take a long amount of time, but my point is unless we're tracking that time and actually looking at the data on it, we don't really know 
how long things are taking us. So a tool that I often use is called Toggle, T-O-G-G-L, and I will link to that too in the show notes. It's an app, I think it's called an app, that you um, put in your Google Chrome bar. Um, I love tech, but I don't know the particular names for things at times. <laughs> but anyway, it's a little button that goes in your, in your, um, on the top of your page when you're in Chrome or whatever your browser is. And you can click it and it will pop up a little timer and you can write whatever you are working on. So you might work on business finances, budgeting, whatever that may be for your business. And you click the timer and it will continually track until you're done with that task and you can click the timer off. And the cool thing is at the end of the week, you can actually look at a list of everything that you spent time on and you can see where your time suck is (laughs) and where you might be able to eliminate some of the effort that you're putting in to make more space for hopefully self-care and relaxation, right? (laughs) We all need more of that as business owners. So using that timer to track your time, that's number five. And then finally, number six, the last one we're going to cover in this episode is to shut off notifications on your phone and computer so that you can work uninterrupted. So this is something that I think many of us forget to do And we don't realize how often those little notifications that pop up from Facebook or Instagram or texting or email, whatever you have a notification set up for to immediately notify you of people who want your attention. If you shut those things off, you are immediately going to become much more efficient in your getting things done essentially because you're able to focus without being distracted by those constant interruptions that you have. So there are, if any of you know of them, I'd be really interested if you message me or make a comment on the website because I know there are platforms that you can use that are distraction-free platforms on your computer to work within so that it will shut off all notifications while you're in that platform, but I don't know of any of them off the top of my head. I personally have set my notifications to off on almost everything. I only get notifications for text and for voicemail on my phone. And I control myself when I look at Instagram, when I look at Facebook, and when I look at other Twitter. Oh my gosh, don't get me started about Twitter. I don't like Twitter. (laughs) But anyway, um, so it's... It's hard, right? If all of those things are vying for our attention, this is what we talked about in the last episode about so many things require our cognitive energy. And the more you're interrupted, the more that pressure is on your mind of all those things that you need to deal with. So shut the notifications off and you will get more done. I can guarantee you. Oh, the one thing I was going to say about that too is that the cool thing about shutting your notifications off is that you can use it as sort of a brain hack to reward your brain after you've worked hard. So if you shut your notifications off, then you don't get them while you're working. You're more focused, right? But you can reward yourself and give your brain that dopamine hit. Dopamine is that reward pathway, right? That tells our brain that we're experiencing something pleasurable. And you, you give yourself that reward after you are done with focused work on something. So shutting your notifications off can actually train your brain to focus because you're giving yourself that dopamine hit afterwards. So you can go and check Instagram or you can go and check Facebook or you can look and see if you got text or email or whatever. 
Um, some of those things can then stress you out more because you're finding you have emails for, for work that you need to reply to. But um, but really, that's part of the reason why we're always looking at those devices, right? Our brains are so addicted to it because we're always thinking there's going to be some good news. It's like playing the lottery. We got a text. What did they say? We got an email. What does it say? And usually it's not anything very conse- consequential, honestly, but it is kind of tricking our brain into into that reward anticipation and wanting that reward and so it is a way you can you can sort of train your brain to focus by using that to your advantage all right that's it for today I want to say if these have been helpful to you if these podcasts have been helpful to you I am so thankful for the people who have sent me messages on Facebook or through the website at mindyourotbusiness.com to just say what they've learned in these podcasts. And I want to read you a few because they're so encouraging to me. And I want everyone to feel like you get to hear how excited people are about talking about OT and business, because I think a lot of us need this space. And it's really cool to see people expressing these feelings that I have too. So Sarah said, I just wanted to let you know that I love the podcast. Thank you for making it happen. I'm so excited to learn from and be a part of a group by and for OTs. Thank you, Sarah. I wrote you back on Facebook because that message just made my day. So thank you. Bethany said, exactly the podcast I've been looking for. I loved the first episode. Can't wait for more. Such a good reminder for me with building my business. Quote, better done than perfect. Yay. I love it. Better than done than perfect. My favorite little mantra. Nicola said, I loved it. Gave me some motivation. Courtney said, loved these first two episodes. The podcast is so needed. Thank you for making these resources. Can't wait to listen to upcoming episodes. So thank you to all of you. And please tell me what you want. I want to hear your questions. There is a space on the website where you can enter a question or what you need support in. And the whole reason that I'm talking about time management in these last two episodes is because multiple people requested that topic. So I want to hear from you guys about what we need to be talking about on the podcast. So that's it. Remember everyone, small steps make great gains over time. So until next time, mind your OT business. Mm-hmm.